Hey friends, welcome back to Ginger Biz, the podcast. So happy to have you joining us today. We're going to dive into when self-doubt creeps in. Remind yourself these five things. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. It's completely normal to experience self-doubt, especially when we're encountering a new experience or something that we found challenging in the past. There are times when our self-doubt can be so debilitating for us, we can spiral and question all of our decisions and experiences. I've personally faced this on more than one occasion, so I put together this list of reminders to think of when self-doubt creeps in. I know I'm not alone in this, but sometimes... When I'm feeling down and that self-doubt creeps in, it's really hard to get anything done. I, I just struggle. I'm like, am I even being a good mother? Is this even what I need to be doing for my daughter? Oh my goodness, am I working too much and I'm not there for her? I'm like, why do people even hire me for photography? Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, what is this? Why are people like even purchasing from my product-based business, like what the heck? And it's just, it's just so negative. And I don't mean to be that way, but that self-doubt can be so, so, so hard to cope with, especially when, you know, we're struggling with other things and trying to balance other aspects of life. And then that just creeps in. Not to mention there's hormones and moods and environmental changes, things that affect us in more ways than we can even know. So again, I just wanted to put together this list of reminders to help encourage you. You're not alone. You are not alone. Like so many things in today's world, you know, it's it's hard not to have that self-doubt because everyone else's highlight reel is in our face all the time. So I just want to come in here today and encourage you that you can overcome those self-doubt moments and just remind yourself that it's okay. It's completely normal. Like the most successful people experience it too. So hang in there and try some of these things to help you be more successful the next time that self-doubt does creep in. One of my favorite things is to look how far you've come. Reflect on all that you've accomplished already. Don't just think about the accomplishments, but write them down. Think about what you did 10 years ago, where you were at then, seven years, six years, five years, and just continually grow on that. Write each accomplishment down so that you can see how much you've done. Visually see how much you've done. And at first, it's going to seem kind of cliche and you're going to be like, okay, I mean, like I got up today and I got dressed. Like, cool. Okay, I picked out my outfit. Okay, awesome. I'll say that one of the times that I experienced a lot of self-doubt was during my postpartum journey. I was at an all-time low. I didn't know how to balance it. I didn't know what to do. So reminding myself like, wow, Katie, you've done all of this so far. Motherhood? It's got nothing on you. 
And I had to be honest with myself. It was going to be a challenge. It was going to be hard, especially when other people just love being a mother and love spending time with their baby and love those aspects of it. And I, I envy them because back then when I had postpartum, I, I couldn't. I didn't understand it. It just didn't make sense to me. And there was a disconnect emotionally and mentally of what my postpartum journey looked like. So then the self-doubt just would creep in. I'm like, if I can't even be a mother, if I can't even handle doing this, how am I going to be you know, successful in my business moving forward? How am I going to sustain my job? Like, what am I going to do? And then I would spiral. So looking back at how far I've come... And writing out those tangibles, again, was so beneficial. I remember one day, um, and some of you might know this, and uh, it's a trigger warning um, for sexual assault, but I was sexually assaulted at 29 weeks pregnant. And I remember after the baby was born, I went to the ice cream section of the store, and my husband was with me, and he's like, just you pick out the ice cream, I'll grab the other things, and he had the babe. And so I went over to the ice cream section, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't pick out the ice cream. I just couldn't. And it it's like this Katie sitting here in front of this podcast mic recording is like, yeah, it sounds pretty crazy. But I remember so, so vividly that I couldn't choose an ice cream. And it's just because I was so overwhelmed with all the other stimuli going on at the grocery store, being worried about someone coming up behind me and all these other emotions. So I sat there and I said, Katie, you love cookie dough ice cream? why don't you get cookie dough ice cream? So I grabbed the cookie dough ice cream. I wanted to try some other flavors. I didn't want to try anything at all. I was so overwhelmed, but I told myself, you've always chosen cookie dough and you've always been happy with that choice. So I grabbed the cookie dough. I calmly walked back to find my husband. And honestly, I was proud of myself. And again, I don't want to go into too much detail about the situation that that led me to that point. But that self-doubt, I was like, if I can't even choose my own ice cream, how can I be successful in any other aspect of my life? But reminding myself how far I've come and what I've done has gotten me to where I am today. Two years later, here we are running a podcast and, and thriving on life, you know? And I can pick out my own dang ice cream now. It's great. So just reflecting on what you've accomplished already and what you've overcome already can be so beneficial. Another thing that I suggest is shutting off the gram. Don't compare your stories to others. Again, in today's society, we're constantly comparing our daily life to other people's highlight reels, and that just doesn't work. Remind yourself that other people face difficulties. Everyone does. You're not alone. And shutting off social media will allow you to clear your head and help you stop comparing yourself to others. I remember a day when I was laying in bed at night. My husband was working late. I finally got the baby to bed. And I was emotionally, mentally, and physically drained. Drained. Exhausted. And I couldn't sleep. And so I decided to turn on social media as a distraction. And honestly, ugh. It just brought me down. I I was so upset. There was so much on the gram that was just, it just, it wasn't working. So I shut it off, read a book, and I felt 10 times better. Because with the gram, not only are you going to be faced with everyone else's positive vibes and everything they've been successful at, you're also going to see negativity. 
I don't, I'm, I'm sure that your guys' Instagram show you these things, but there's riots and there's all these things going on and there's school shootings and all this stuff that it can be really, really hard to navigate, especially when you're already in a low state, when that self-doubt is creeping in. So shut it off, step away, go to something that you can control. A book you know is not going to seep in with other material or other people's successes. You're just going to read a book, whether it's a narrative, a novel, whatever you want, like just enjoy it. Another tip that I have for you is focusing on the good. Remind yourself of all the things that are going right in your life, all the blessings, all the positive things. Make a list from the smallest of smallest things that you have running water, all the way to the bigger things, that you're healthy, that you have a well-paying job, that you have family to love, that you have a roof over your head, whatever your blessings are, sit down, write them out. And by now, hopefully you've noticed I'm a list person. Lists, lists, lists. I write everything out. And I also have digital lists just because I think it's so, so impactful for me to have a visual of what I'm writing and what I'm looking at. So focusing on the good. And that's what I did with the ice cream. I was like, hey, I'm able to buy this ice cream. I'm able to be at the store. I'm in a safe place. Everything is okay. And I love cookie dough ice cream. So I bought it. (laughs) But making that list and focusing on the small things. I remember one day my sister was staying with us and I came home from work and I got situated and I did this and I did this and, you know, was all over the place at first. And then I came in and I sit down in the living room and I turn and look and there's water coming out of my ceiling onto my floor. I was so upset in that moment. No, granted, if this happened 10 years ago or five years ago, it would have been way worse. But I was upset and I knew we needed to go grocery shopping and I knew I couldn't fix the problem. So I went upstairs and I looked around and I didn't see anything leaking, like actively leaking. There was no like poolage of water on the ground that I could like sop up. And so I came back down. I talked to my sister a little bit. My sister has, she's developmentally delayed and she has severe autism. So like I couldn't get a lot out of her and she felt very, very badly. Clearly that's why she didn't want to call and tell me. And so I was like, you know, I I can't take this out on her. It was just an accident, whatever happened. And I, we decided we let's go grocery shopping. So we got the baby, we got in the car, we went grocery shopping. And when the whole time I'm like texting with my husband being like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if the freaking floor is going to fall in. Like, I don't know. And then I was like, why did we even buy a house? Like, I don't want to be a homeowner. I don't want to have to deal with this. But we were in line and we were getting ready to check out. And the woman in front of me was trying to buy strawberries, two pints of them. And her card got declined. And I... I I get emotional just thinking about it. She was like, oh, my baby just loves strawberries, but it's okay. Put the strawberries back. Um, I really have to get the milk. And in that moment, I was reminded of so, so many blessings I have in my life. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to buy your strawberries. And like, do you need anything else? And she was like, no, no, it's fine. And she had a little baby in her cart too. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm buying your strawberries. Like, My daughter loves strawberries and I would hate to deny her them. So no, please, please take the strawberries and just put them. And I told the cashier, just let me buy them. And the woman was a little hesitant and she, of course, was like, okay, well, thank you so much. And, you know, she went on her way. 
And then we finished checking out and I I wanted to do more for her. So I remember rushing out to the parking lot and being like, where is she? Because like, if she needs anything for a baby, like I'm set up, I have a baby. But in that moment, all of my quote unquote problems fell away because I can give my child strawberries. You know what I mean? Like I have a job that I can afford that and my car didn't get declined or I'm not on state support or whatever the case. And I don't know this woman's story, but to me, I was like, you know, nothing else matters. There's food on my table and my child has what she needs. So it's a bit of a story, but basically my point is focusing on the good, remembering that like everything else will pass. You'll get through it, you know? Yeah. I just, I feel so much emotion when I think about that because again, it just put everything back in perspective for me. So focusing on the good is hugely, hugely beneficial to get you out of those self-doubt moments when you're like, what the heck am I doing? Why did I buy a house? Why do I have to deal with this leak? What the heck? But I can afford strawberries for my daughter and that's what really matters. My next point that I want to make is giving yourself grace. You've come a long, long way and you will continue to move forward. Giving yourself grace, whatever that looks like for you, is so important. Maybe going to bed earlier, reading a book, taking a day off, letting yourself rest and reminding yourself that the to-do list will be there tomorrow. It is okay to realize that, you know, looking at how far I've come, just shutting off Instagram, focusing on the good, like that's not enough. My self-doubt is too intense today. I can't get through this. That's okay. Take a step back. Take a few minutes to yourself. Take a day to yourself. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself. That is so, so like important. And I keep saying important, but it is. It's just so entirely important. If your glass is not full, you can't pour into others. And it's okay to make sure that your glass is full before you try to pour into others. Because again, you can't give when you're on empty. So give yourself that grace. Extend that grace to yourself. You're not going to, if you see a friend struggling, you're not going to be like, but I needed this done by now. Like figure it out. You're going to give them grace. So please, please, please extend that same, same grace to yourself. And take care of yourself because that's so hugely, hugely beneficial in order to be successful in overcoming that self-doubt that comes in. And also give yourself grace on the attribute of the fact that you're not where someone else is at. Like if you're thinking about launching a podcast and you're sitting here like, dang, I wish that I sounded like Katie. (laughs) Yeah, right. But (laughs) if you're experiencing that, like tell yourself that's okay. Katie's at a different stage in her life. She's at a different point where this is sustainable and workable for her and I'll get there too. Or like for photographers, like it's okay if you're not at the same point as everyone else. If you're not doing styled shoots or you're not doing a session every single day, like that's totally, totally okay because you're at a different point in life. I am at such a different point in life right now, this moment than I was two years ago when I had an infant newborn and I was suffering from postpartum depression. Like I couldn't even imagine having two successful businesses and running a podcast and running or working like the department that I work at now, because since then I'd had a promotion and stuff. And there's just no way my life would be sustainable if I was still at the same place mentally that I was two years ago. So giving yourself grace and and taking care of yourself is, is the best, most important thing that you can do. 
Again, that word important, it just keeps coming up. Another thing that you can do to help eliminate that self-doubt is spend time with supportive loved ones. Surrounding yourself with kind, loving, and supportive people will make a huge impact in your life. Spending quality time with those who encourage and support you no matter what stage you're in will help so, so much. Now, we all have negative people in our lives and we all face some toxicity to some degree. But making sure that when you're in one of these challenging moments of self-doubt to really surround yourself with someone who's going to support you and help you overcome that is really, really beneficial. I know that there's certain people in my life that when I'm down, they might let me fall a little further. And I don't want that. And so I'm intentional with the fact that I know I'm in a hard spot right now, so I'm not going to reach out to that person because they're not going to be able to support me in this moment. But I know that when I'm having a hard time, I do also have certain people in my life that I can reach out to and say, hey, I'm struggling today. Can you just lift up a prayer for me? Can you just... Can you just send some extra love my way? Can you just be patient with me and and talk it through with me? And they'll love me and support me through it. And that quality time with them and that support from them, even if it's just a text message, even if it's just a quick phone call, whatever it is, can make such a big, big impact on my overall well-being. And similarly, I want to be that person for other people. Like if, if you're having a hard day, If you're struggling, if you just can't seem to get rid of that self-doubt and find your self-worth, then like reach out. Like I'm, I can be your little pocket reminder. I can shoot you text messages. Like we can get you through it and find a core group that's going to help you with that. Find people that are going to love and support you through it. That community is going to be so, 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 so helpful. And you can give back to them because when you're on one of your higher days, you can help those same community, those same people, those same people that helped support you, you can give back to them and help them. And you can remind them, you know, look how far you've come, shut off social media, focus on the good, give yourself grace and, and spend time with those of us that love you, like remind them of those things, because that's going to be a huge turning point to help them get out of their rut, just like it'll help you get out of your rut. But that's, you know, why the Bible calls us to, to be in fellowship with others because having that core community is going to help us. And that that's something that I think is super, super important, especially like, like other things. Like if you want to be an entrepreneur, you're going to surround yourself with entrepreneurs. If you want to be successful, you're going to surround yourself with successful people. So just make sure that you're being intentional with those supportive loved ones as well. Again, it's completely normal to experience self-doubt especially when you're facing something new or something challenging or something that you've done before that, you know, you associate with some sort of negativity. But just really keep these five points in mind and focus on the tangible good aspects of them. And if you can't get past it, that's okay. Just shut off for the day. Do something that you know will help you feel good. Indulge. Don't let the guilt take over. There are times when I have to indulge and I end up eating something that I probably shouldn't, but that's okay. I say that's, that's today. 
tomorrow's a new day. We're going to take on something new tomorrow. We'll, we'll figure it out tomorrow, but today I'm just going to take care of myself. And I hope that you do that with these tips and with this, this podcast that you're able to take that away from this episode and really just care for yourself. Thank you so much for listening to Ginger Biz. And until next time, I hope you continue to dive in.